Welcome back, ladies and gents, here live in Dallas, Texas. Heard coast to coast, of course, this morning, though. we got a good one coming your way here. We're going to kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about the world of gambling. That's sports gambling, that is. And, uh, you know, I'm no expert, as we all know. I've lost my share of cash. But someone who has not really lost that much money, in fact, he's made more gambling, he is the expert when it comes to sports gambling. Of course, uh, that is Sean Green himself, founder of of uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. How are you doing this morning? Doing great. Yeah, out here in uh, Southern California. And, yeah, I was just talking about uh, the uh, British Open. Hit on uh, Cam Smith, 25-1. to 1. So that was a pretty uh, pretty sweet bet. But, yeah, honestly, just kind of getting ready for football. I mean, we're doing uh, individual, like, team betting previews, going through uh, every team's schedule, picking our favorite future bets, win totals. So, it's just a uh, it's just a fun time of the year. I feel like it's a fun time year round, and it's weird, you know. As as we you know we do our show, we've been doing it now thirty years, and it just seems as though like every week, even let's say when it's not you know football season, I don't know why we're still talking football. Like we can't have enough, we can't get enough of it. But that's not abnormal. I'm, I have a feeling it's the same with you guys, right? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, again, uh, you look at, like, our downloads, whatever, it's football is just there by a long shot as far as, like, what people want to talk about, especially when it comes to sports gambling. And they kind of feed off each other. Like, the NFL, couch football has gotten, you know, I think way more popular in these past couple of years, in part because of gambling as well. Right. Fantasy, that kind of stuff. It all It all goes hand in hand. Like, Football is just a game built for uh, gambling and vice versa. Well, let's get into it a little bit here first off because, you know, you've been doing this for quite a while. Um, talk a little bit about how you started the the, the podcast network and um, how long has it been? Yeah, so uh, the flagship show, Sports Gambling Podcast, uh, me and my co-host started all the way back in 2011. Okay. You know, people didn't even know what was a, what a podcast was, <laughs> why you guys talking about sports gambling, yeah. it's illegal everywhere. Uh, and then, you know, slowly over the years, it picked up steam. Uh, end of uh, 2017, we launched the network. Um, so we started bringing on a bunch of other um, guys to talk about different sports-specific shows. Mm. So, you know, we have like a MLB gambling podcast, an NBA gambling podcast, yeah, okay. a college football one. So, um, you know, we, our flagship show, we kind of cover a little bit of everything, obviously go heavy football. And then we have, uh, you know, different guys, uh, covering the other sports going even deeper. Well, you know, I don't know where to begin. Um, I, I got to assume, as we mentioned or talked about how football kind of leads the brigade when it comes to sports gambling, but what do you, what have you noticed over the last few years you know, as far as uh, what people really find themselves interested in more so when it comes to sports gambling? Uh, yeah, I would say, uh, obviously, NFL um, prop bets in particular, I think, have really gotten uh, more popular over the uh, over the years. You know, everyone's trying to do that same game parlay. So uh, player props, I think, are, are one of the like more growing markets. And then live betting as well. Um, you know, now that everyone... Uh, more and more people have gambling options on their phone and they can, you know, bet stuff live. Uh, that, those are like the two growing markets of uh, sports gambling for sure. 
Well, let's just dive into it a little bit here uh, in how how now fantasy sports has become one of the biggest things ever and how obviously, you know, there are a lot of developments in the last, you know, 24 months, if not more, when, uh, you know, people always looked at fantasy football. Well, that's part of gambling. That's kind of, that's gambling. And I always thought to myself, well, I mean, I guess, but I'm not sure. But. Talk about the legality of it now, um, and it's pretty interesting where we are now with fantasy football or baseball or any other sport. Yeah, you know, uh, fantasy sports were kind of like the um, the gateway drug almost for full-blown uh, sports gambling because, to your point, like, yeah, I'm not really gambling, but you are betting or winning, you know, you're yeah. risking money. Um, so a, a lot of states, and again, every state has different rules, so a lot of states said, like, Hey, fantasy is a is a game of skill, so we allow that. But you know, betting um, that's actually like more luck based or different, so they wouldn't allow that. Um, and then you know, it's just been a lot of arguing over like the the semantics of it. And every state has like different rules. Right. Um, you know, there was a uh, 2017 they overturned the rule basically. Uh, you know, states weren't allowed to decide whether or not they can have sports gambling. Now they can at least decide it. And then every state has their own decisions when it comes to like, okay, we let uh, daily fantasy, but we don't allow sports gambling. So it's kind of in this weird space right now where a lot of states have different rules as far as like what kind of gambling you can do. It does seem like they're all eventually going to um, legalize it. It's just, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you know, look at the uh, the upcoming football season. We're midway now with baseball, probably an exciting time, especially. Um, and we're we're at that point where we're kind of giddy about uh, the football season coming up. College football, it's a big time, obviously, with with sports gambling. You know, for a lot of our listeners all over the country, um, first of all, I want them to be able to reach out to you guys as your experts. So. Uh, I want you to throw out your information, how they could follow you, and also watch uh, your your content uh, visually as well on YouTube and so forth. But I want to maybe throw out some tips and some, you know, maybe some, you know, little guidance on some, you know, some of the things that people maybe should prepare themselves for for the upcoming, you know, action, if you will. And what's exciting about it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in the NFL, um, if you're just starting out, you know, when in doubt, uh, bet the underdog. Uh, cause you know, a lot of times, um, you know, you're fading the public. So yeah. that's, that's a kind of a common expression we have here. If everyone is betting on one side of the game, you're probably better off betting the other side. Um, <laughs> right. one, just the public isn't just going to win consistently like that. And then two, ultimately the sports book will have to adjust the line, um, to, you know, get action on the other side of the bet. So they'll, you'll be getting more points maybe than you would normally. And then especially in the NFL, um, you know, with betting the spread or just betting a team to win, if you like the underdog, you know, a lot of times you're better off just betting them to win than betting them to cover with the points. Cause I think it's like, you know, 75% of the time um, if the underdog covers, they also win outright. So if you like dogs then you should like dogs in the NFL, college football, college basketball, um, they're, you know, when in doubt, lean, lean to the dogs for sure. Let me ask you a question. This might be a stupid question, but, uh, my father always told me there's never a, a question that's stupid, but here's the, here's the thing that's interesting. <laughs> um, when, when, you know, as an example, you know, you look at, 
you know, the upcoming season of the NFL. And, you know, there's so many different ways uh, to bet, um, especially in Vegas. But, you know, let's just say the outright win, Super Bowl champion, who would you pick? And I'm kind of looking through this, and why is it? And, you know, tell me why the Rams aren't picked to win this thing. At least, you know, at least they weren't just a few days ago, even though they're coming off, obviously, with a big win. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, one, it's just really hard to repeat. Um, You know, we don't see a ton of of repeat Super Bowl winners. So I think they're factoring that in. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I think you look at it, like they kind of had a lot of things, uh, break right for them as far as like injury luck. I mean, Matt Safford had a career year. Cooper cup had a career year. They both had like historically, yeah. um, good career years. They played the Super Bowl at home. Right, um, right. you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things that kind of broke right specifically for them in that season. Um, so I think, you know, they're priced that way just cause it's going to be tough to do it, to run it back. And, and they're certainly up there in the, in the favorites, but they you're right. They're not the outright favorite right now. The outright favorite is the, uh, are the Buffalo bills. Then you got the bucks Packers chiefs and then Rams. Unbelievable. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of those teams have been up there <laughs> the last five years, if not more <laughs> crazy. Okay. I, I want to yeah. get into it before we let you go. Cause I know you're busy, but um, we got to, I got to ask you why you picked camp Smith to win the, U, uh, the, the open championship. I mean, obviously you were right, but you know, it did come to the wire, but <laughs> there, there was some reasoning of why you picked him. So I want to know how this all came about. Yeah, you know, uh, we have a really good golf writer on our uh, website, Steve Shermer, and he he broke out like a bunch of the uh, trends that kind of correlate to uh, winning the British Open. And, and, you know, uh, Cam Smith really fit the bill. One, um, you know, St. Andrews plays a lot like Augusta. So guys who – and you saw this in the other years they played the British Open at St. Andrews. So guys who played well at the Masters – uh, were good looks to win the British Open. There's a there's a lot of correlation there. Of course, uh, you know Cam Smith got third place there. That was a checkbox in his favor. Um, you look at some of the advanced metrics, like top 25 and strokes gained. Uh, T to green, he was right up there. Hmm. He was a yeah. top 40 um, player worldwide. And, and then he won a um, he had won a uh, tournament outright in the past like 18 months. So those were just a handful of the trends that were pointing me to them. And to, getting back to your point of fading the public, uh, everyone seemed to be on Rory McIlroy. Yeah. And I, I like Rory as a player, but I just, when everyone's on someone, I immediately kind of back off. And uh, yeah, I thought he, I didn't think he had what it take to, to, you know, finish it out. And that's luckily for me, uh, that's what ended up happening. But certainly he was, he played a good round there for a while, um, but yeah. Cam was just on fire that last round. It was great. Always a lot of fun to watch the Open and see how uh, things develop out there. And, you know, with, with uh, the Open Championship and being obviously not here on soil, uh, American soil, it always makes you wonder what's going on um, with uh, some other things. And one thing that pops up um, that's uh, maybe not uh, related to the tour here in the States is the live. And I'd love to get your take on live golf, someone who covers sports on a regular basis. Um, you know, 
what what's your opinion on it? You know, I, I'm I've always been kind of down the middle. I always got guys go left or right. But uh, what's your take on it? Yeah, I mean, it's um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. Putting you on I, the spot, I see Sean. Why people would have? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's like I I see why people would have a problem with it, but I think if you're being honest with yourself, if someone came to you and and offered you. Uh, $90 million to do this radio show, but right. hey, just call it the live radio show. <laughs> you would probably agree to do it. I, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think if anyone was being honest with themselves, like it's not like just a slight increase. It's like a, it's an astronomical it's life money difference. Right, and, right. you know, yeah, you know, a lot of these guys were maybe making a couple, you know, it, it's one thing if it's like two, three million a year and then they offer you four and a half, right? right? But we're not, it's like two, three million a year and then you're offering 30 million like generational wealth, um, just to play golf, it, it would take a big man to say no to that. And, you know, kudos to Tiger for turning it down. They offered him reportedly like $750 million. So, yeah, I'm not going to – I don't know what I would do in that situation. Again, I, I totally understand. It's just at the end of the day, it's a crap ton of money, and, it, and it's hard to say no. Um, and I can't really – you know, this really – the PGA tour should be kicking themselves because they saw this coming for a long time and didn't really do anything to adjust or to go out of their way to retain players. And I can't really think of anything in sports that's similar where a league just got raided of all these top notch players. Um, You know, and I'm just thinking, when are they going to start to live NFL? Cause (laughs) I mean, if they have this, if they have this kind of money, who knows? Yeah, um, you never know. But, yeah, I, I I don't really know what to make of it, honestly. Well, I, I will say that the latest rumor – now, I don't know if it's going to happen, but your current Open champion might be uh, defecting, as they like to call it. That was the la- uh, latest I've heard. Will that happen? I don't know. But, man, I feel like they're, they're, they're like dominoes, man. They keep dropping, and it's very entertaining, and it keeps us uh, – with some great content to talk about nonetheless. But uh, for all of our listeners to get involved and to find you guys and to, you know, learn from the best, how do they find you guys and how do they reach out? Yeah, just check us out, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We have an app in the App Store and uh, Android Store called SGPN, at Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, All our content is free. And, uh, yeah, YouTube, Sports Gambling Podcast as well. So whatever you got, put in Sports Gambling Podcast. We'll come up, and uh, we'll give you a ton of free content. I love it. Sean Green, you are the man. Uh, really nice to meet you. Looking to, have, looking to have you come back on, maybe talk a little fantasy with us, a little fantasy football, and get your takes and uh, opinions on that as well soon. Totally. Down whatever. Thanks, man. All right. There you go. Very nice. Very, very nice. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They're bringing it. Sports wagering, analysis, you name it, they got it covered for you. We'll be right back. Living the Good Life Show. Stay tuned, everyone.